This week on Kettle of Fish, comedian Allison Klemp stops by to talk about naked aggression and naked comedy. Welcome to our after show. We call Kettle of Fish the No Politics Laughter Show. It's time for Kettle of Fish. No debates, hate, or arguments allowed on Kettle of Fish. It's like a Willy Wonka psychedelic acid trip. So hooray for Kettle of Fish. Alrighty, welcome to Kettle of Fish. This is usually the show after the show, and they talk after the talk. Um, in a 20-minute comedy money shot after the two hours of political foreplay. But we're just going to do a really quick special show for Sunday, because me and you are going to be out of town, right, Dee? Yes, we have to go. Well, we are privileged to go uh, to a wedding. Our friends Marianne and Kevin are getting married. Yay! Yay! Yeah, so we're going to... We actually... Okay, so tomorrow night we're gonna go see your crazy dad and see if we can crazy dad. Yeah, see if we can um, get him to say some really crazy things we can tell everybody about later. Um, and then Thursday we're gonna be in Virginia Beach, and I'm gonna be playing Pokemon Go as much as possible because there's tons <laughs> of cool Pokemon out there. And, <laughs> and then Friday night we're gonna go. Uh, well, Friday during the day we're gonna visit friends, but then Friday night we're gonna go to the rehearsal dinner, and Saturday we're gonna go to a the the very first wedding I've ever been to as an adult. That's I, sad. I, wow. it, it is. That's I know, impressive. right? Like, you yeah, it's kind of sad. Have friends or what is the? Nobody I know gets married. Like when that was the saddest question I ever heard. I know, right? Oh, oh, you have no friends. I know. No, no, no. I'm like jealous of you because I have gone to and been in so many weddings. Oh no, I'd love to. But and it like, was really weird trying to figure out what to wear because the invitation says lazy cocktail. And I cannot tell you how many times I had to Google what the fuck lazy cocktail was supposed to be. I'm like, I don't know. Is that too fancy? I doubt they'll have bouncers I, you know, at the door. I know. But it specifically oh, said like, no heels. You like wear whatever you wore to the rehearsal dinner and just like walk of shame Right? We're like, screw that. Whose we voice are. is that, Dee? Who do we have on tonight? We're all backwards. We, never we are all this. backwards. Um, that is the super funny Allison Klemp is with us again tonight. Um, Allison, Hello. what yeah. is up? That's so, me. Sorry. I started talking before I was introduced. That was rude of me. Ah, now you're totally cool. We're having a casual night here tonight. And Dwayne does it every time. Super so you're casual. We're having a lazy cocktail night. What up? Yep, and um, actually right. I want to thank you for calling in on such short notice because we weren't going to put a show up for Sunday since we were going to be gone. But I said, you know what, i got to put something up for the fans. Who's somebody really cool I know I can reach out to last minute who would be a fun show? And guess whose name came to mind? Da -da 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 -da. The naked comedian herself, Allison Klemp. All right, let's dive right in, my friend. I wanted to have you on today <laughs> to talk about some of our favorite people, Trolls. Yeah. And yes, I get a lot of trolls because I am in the political arena. However, you get trolls on a fucking different level than <laughs> I get them. You, I mean, you are worlds ahead of me. So yeah. let's start with this. Um, this is what I'm thinking about going through your page and looking at what's going on on your page all the time. Is this something you even take seriously anymore? Is it, does it actually frustrate it or like is this just a game to you at this point? I try not to take it too seriously. Like, sometimes it'll get to me. It used to really bother me. Um, but then I uh, sort of had a little revolution with how I think about it. And and now it's more of, more of a game. 
but and also now like now I'm much more um I hate using words like this because it makes me sound like such a douche, but I feel so much more empowered now with the way that I react to trolls because um I'm if and if you've looked at my Facebook page you probably are aware of this, but like I am a big fan of screenshots and retweets and like just like posting publicly yes, what you people are. are saying to me. Because I feel like a lot of people don't it's like you does your inbox look like this? Does my inbox look like this? And maybe if you knew what my inbox looks like then you would have a little bit more empathy for like and it's like I'm not the Yeah, you're shooting in the dark. I, I don't think special. the guy like, from to today. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have any uh, more emphasis mm-hmm. seeing what you go through. He seems to, I call him Steve, this unaware, like the totally deluded, unaware doofus. That guy doesn't see that post. Oh, okay. So he not a, he's, not, he's not a Facebook friend of mine, and my, my posts are usually set for only friends to see. Um, and I cut his name because, like, that, like, okay. So for people who uh, aren't my Facebook friend and you don't know what we're talking about, um, I guess we should back up. Oh my God! Should we give some context here? I can't believe we're, we are so generous. We're actually going to give context tonight. Go ahead, Alan. Jump right in. So yeah. So as you said, I am. I do run a naked comedy show in New York, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's comedians telling jokes while totally naked. Um, and it's a really fun show, and I've been running it for a little over a year. But as you might imagine, I do get some interesting feedback from it. And there was just a really cool article in the New York Post on Sunday about the show. And as a result of that article, some guy, and um, listen, I don't want to be like too disparaging about his looks because it's not really the point, but just to give uh, a visual for all the listeners out there, if somebody were to play this guy in a movie, uh, it would be Kevin from The Office. So, <laughs> um, well, it looks like this is what kills me about this is what kills me about it is usually when you want to woo a woman and maybe i'm greek so i have a different technique but you want to put your fucking best foot forward and i'm like <laughs> right. if this is the best picture this guy has of himself and if this is his best pickup line and i love the part where you kind of like shut him down not in a mean way but you're like, dude, if you like my comedy, I appreciate it, but I'm not into meeting men from online. And he goes, and like, I can hear his voice in my head, like a very timid puppy dog voice. But but I called you cute. Like, that's supposed to have some cachet with you or something. Yeah. Well, he was like, he was like, so what? You know, I just thought I'd ask. And it's like, it's like that really bothered me because he was, first of all, and I wouldn't even call him a troll. Like, he was just like a misguided person who is just going about things the wrong way because, and it's not even like he's, you know, looks, he looks like a physical troll, but it's not even about his looks because people are like, oh, well, I bet if he was hot, he wouldn't be upset. And it's like, well, if he was, if a hot person sent me a message like that, my first instinct would be like, well, this is not a real account because hot people don't have to like message strangers on the Or they're a serial killer. Or the Christian burial in American Psycho. Try to kill me because that is not a sane thing to do to like just like try to. I'm not on a date. It's not a dating app. It's Facebook. Like, why are you messaging strangers on Facebook and trying to get them to go out with you? That's just not logical. So uh, yeah, I was like, well, you might kill me then. So it's just like I don't even call that a troll. It's just like a misguided person. Oh, maybe a little but, just needs a hug. You know, I think he does, but it's not going to come from me. 
Um, and if we had met organically in a bar and we were talking about our lives and I was like, oh, man, this guy needs a hug, like, sure, I would give him a hug, you know? But it's, like, it's just different. Like, the rules are different online. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, but he was he wasn't mean. He just, it's just, like, it is this entitlement, I think, this, like, male entitlement with, with that reaction of, like, oh, so what? You know, and it's like, I don't owe you anything. You know, like, I think it's great that you, it is a bold move to ask out a stranger, and I give you kudos for that. It's a bold move move in person. It is not a bold move to do anything online, except maybe cut a video and put yourself out there. But when you're just like putting words on a screen, I don't consider that bold. That's true, but I have to say that because men, as I'm sure you know, are very delicate, and you really have to care about the feelings because if you don't, then you're a monster. (laughs) Yep. Why are you saying yes? And when do you ever have to care about my feelings? D, you're brutal. I, I'm me? No, no, me. no I'm oh. hey, I now I'm not brutal. There's a lot of things I don't say that I would initially like knee jerk, I would just spit out. But I try really hard to be nice. That's you reserved? That's yes. you like holding back? <laughs> Holy shit. I need to yeah, rethink our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I am every day. Trust me. Well, let me get back to this coping mechanism thing. Cause it's funny. Um, about a month ago, I was constantly getting deleted. Like my cousin deleted me for, we got into, and it wasn't even a really nasty argument. We got into a debate about the not standing for the national anthem and she blocked me. And then another Ooh. friend deleted me because I made a joke about not standing for the national anthem. And I started like I was like, okay, I need a defense mechanism. So every day I'll put up zero days since my last unfriending and I'll put like a little line behind it. One day said zero one days, like the workplace, zero days without an accident type looking thing. Like zero one days since our my last unfriending. And my friend Mariana, whose wedding we're going to this weekend, like tagged me on the post and she was like, Are you just trying to piss people off and get them to unfriend you? And I was like, No, I can't take this seriously. So I'm making a joke out of it because if I take it seriously, then I'll have to take it seriously. But if I just turn right. it into a joke, then it can't touch me anymore because I'm just making a joke out of it. And exactly. I feel like that's how you have to deal with trolls is you can't take it seriously and you just turn it into like like performance art online is what I've been doing with it. Especially because they want you to be upset. Like that's why people troll because they're trying to get a rise out of you and they're trying to upset you. So if you laugh at it, then they – they can't they can't do anything back you know oh yeah they just move on they're like bullies let me hit this last yeah. point and then i want to talk about the naked comedy show and the nice little write-up you had in the new york post this is a question that plagues me especially since my cousin just deleted me and a couple close friends from real life like 30 years just deleted me well how do you feel about like let's say someone in your family deletes you or a friend that you see a few times a year deletes you does that mean anything in real life to you? Like if somebody, if you and somebody gets into it online and they're like, screw you, Allison, you lived hard and they unfriend you. When you see them at Thanksgiving six months later, are you not supposed to talk to them because they killed you in Facebook world? <laughs> or does that not make a fucking difference? Are they totally separate? I don't know what the rules are. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. I've never experienced that because I have done a very good job over the years of creating a very nice bubble for myself. Um, but I don't know. That is weird. I did have a, recently I had like a friend whose wedding I was in a few years ago, uh, who also had things to say online about standing for the national anthem. And it really disappointed me because I was like, I mean, I was in your wedding. I didn't realize that you were a bigot, but yeah, here we are. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, and so, but, I mean, I don't see her every day. She goes across the country, so it's like, why well, I just have to deal with it. I don't know. That is that is difficult. I guess you could make a statement just be like, like, just ice them, you know, because, like, oh, no, we're not. But that's also, that could be a little petty. Yeah, I don't know. And what, also, like maybe if you're, maybe if you remind them when you see them in person, they're like, no, hey, like I'm actually a good person, and remember, we are actually friends, or we are actually family. Maybe it make them make them realize, oh, I guess I was being a little bit reactionary when I instructed you. Well, I always make the point too. Like five years ago, I got into an argument with a friend about cash for clunkers of, of all things, and I was like, dude, I wonder if I bump into him at a party. If he's going to walk up and go, yeah, you're down with cash for clunkers, motherfucker, and punch me in my face. Or, like, who would even remember? You'd have to be a raving fucking psycho, right? Who would even remember that? So, And he's yeah. going to be like, you're not on my Facebook anymore? What? Cash for clunkers? Like, like it's just like when they were tearing apart that chick from um, American, not American Idol, from America's Got Talent this year, that little 12-year-old girl. And people were tearing Grace her Vanderwall. apart. What's her name? Grace See? Vanderwall. Yeah, Grace Vanderwall, like, people were ripping this girl apart, and I was like, what would you do if, like, three years ago, you ran into some psycho you cussed out over this chick, and he beat your ass? Like, you wouldn't even remember who this girl was. Like, there's just no etiquette online, not that I'm trying to be, like, PC thought police or something, but people go so crazy online, it's like they don't think there's ever going to be any real-world consequences once they leave their bedroom. And I just feel like something's going to break one of these days. All right, let's move on to happier things. Let's move away from the trolls. Um, I read your piece, the recent write-up you had in the New York Times uh, about okay. your our New York New Post. Post. New York Post, sorry, sorry. It's late. I'm off kilter. Okay. I'm about the Naked Comedy Show. Let me ask you this. So you're out there, you're doing your comedy. When a publication, a well-known publication like the New York Post, does a write-up on you, do you feel like... This legitimizes you in some way, or do those kind of things not affect you one way or another? Um, I mean, of course, it, 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 it can make me feel much more legitimate, you know, and, like, certainly people, there's a faction of people that watch the shit on the Naked Show, and so they're like, oh, it's just a gimmick, and people are just coming to see people naked, and it's like, well, yeah, that's kind of the whole idea of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, like, being in the post, it did feel very, like, legit. And uh, especially, I was like, I, was, I didn't know they were going to put us in the Sunday edition, and they did, and that made me feel even more legit, like the Sunday paper, like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, and the online version, the picture they used of me, I had clothes on, but uh, in the print edition, it was a naked photo. <laughs> yeah, I saw <laughs> that no with the way. little bars. Yeah. Oh, that's um, wild. Which was, uh, I don't, I have mixed feelings about that, I think. Like, part of me is like, Oh, that's like cool, but also like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what am I doing? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's neat. It's cool. It's exciting. You know. And here's another thing I can ask you too, because I'm kind of new to this whole game. I mean, I did the band thing for a while, but this is the first time I've ever had any kind of notoriety where anybody knows me or anything. And I was in a music video of, a few months ago. And I put it up, and I was like, well, I'm just going to stick it up here once, because I feel like if I put it up 20 times, I'm like an attention whore. Like, how do you make those kind of choices? Like, I'm just going to blast this everywhere. Like, look, I was in the New York Post. Look, I was in the New York High. I'm Allison. I was in the New York Post. Like, how do you – because it's hard to control that impulse, at least for me. Like, how do you control yourself from just, like, going insane and be uh, shouting from the fucking rooftops? Look what I just did. Um. You know, you just, you, sometimes you just gotta shout up in the rooftops, you know? Um, 
I mean, I do. I you know I post about it. I would say an appropriate amount, you know, like once or twice on each little social avenue. But um, yeah, I guess you just can't just like can't, I just it does feel a little weird like people posting it. Um, but also it's like fuck you, I'm gonna post. Right on. Yeah, like I said, I'm new to this, so I, when I put that video up, I was like, I'll just put it up once, and I'll put it up on our um, Tin Can Media site, but I'm not going to make a huge deal of it, because I don't want people to think I'm just like, well, please look at me, look at me, but I'm proud of what I did as well, so it's a fine line, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah, it's always weird to like promote the show, because, or like um, when I'm trying to get people to come to the show, because it's like, hey, uh but you can see me naked? No, I don't want to have sex with you. I just want you to come to the show. <laughs> I like um, it. You know, like last, last, I think like last time I put up a disclaimer like, hey, it's uh, the week of the naked show, so please just know that if I do invite you to come to the show, this does not mean in any way that I am interested in you or want to have sex with you or want to date you or want to see you naked. So... Yeah, but you said an interesting thing in the article. You said it, nobody is going to sit there for like two hours watching this comedy show with an erection. Like this right. isn't a sexual thing. So I imagine you don't really have a lot of problems with guys like, oh, I love your comedy, baby. Let's go hook up. Like you're not getting that at those shows, right? I, I, I imagine it's a pretty respectful environment. Not really not really at the show, but more like uh, like when I'm promoting it, you know, and I'm like talking to somebody and I'm like, hey, you should come to the Naked Show. Like, I don't want them to get the wrong idea that I'm kind of being like, hey, wink, wink, you should come to the naked show. It's like, you know. And how much of the audience participates? Because I know the audience is encouraged to get naked as well. Is that half the room, a quarter of the room? You know, it varies. Um, And it's it's actually a thing that I've been a little bit struggling with lately because it used to be a lot more. And I, I like having that option because I like, being able to have the outreach with the nudist community. Right. Um, but on the other hand, I've also gotten some feedback from people that it is a little bit uncomfortable in the audience to have this mixed nudity because, you know, if you're a person who is remaining closed and then there's a fully naked stranger sitting next to you or a partially naked stranger sitting next to you, that could be a little uncomfortable. You know, it's close quarters. I can imagine. I, yeah, and I understand that. Um, and also, it might be uncomfortable if you're the naked person and you're, like, surrounded by close people, you know? Like, you're a little bit of the other, and maybe you feel a little bit on display. Um, so, I don't really know. Like, I thought about, like, oh, what if I created, like, a naked section? But that also feels, like, a little bit, like, we're separating you. And so, I don't know. God, so um, many fucking moving parts to this. Right, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to kind of see how this one goes, because, like, the last one that we did, we did it um, not at our usual venue, and it was part of a uh, comedy festival that I worked on, um, and we didn't have audience nudity on that one, and it was fine. Um, And there's a naked show in Boston where the audience, I think they're not allowed to get naked, like, by laws or the rules of theater or something. Um, So they don't have audience nudity. Gotcha. And it goes just fine, but so I don't know. I'm gonna. It's like it's an aspect of the show that may or may not change based on you know future things. But I am open to feedback on that from people. Right on. I don't like all in all. I just wanted to be a positive experience for people. So if people feel uncomfortable in any way, um, then you know 
I want to address that. But. Well, I mean, this show takes place at the Creek and Cave restaurant every three months. Why are you guys just doing it every three months? Is this mm -hmm. not something you can, it says here you only do this every three months. Is that correct? Yeah, we do it quarterly. So. And you're not, why not do it like once a month or every other week? Or do you just have too much going on? Or is it something that would just get saturated if you did it all the time? It might get saturated. The one in Boston is a monthly. Um, for me personally, like running the show, uh, it does take a lot out of me. And I don't know that I have the energy or the time to do it every month. Um, and I think it's a little more special. So I only do it sometimes. Um, but also, it's just a lot of work. <laughs> Is it the same comedians every time, every three months, or do you get different comedians in? How's that process work? The lineup rotates. We do have, you know, people who come back and, and have done it again. So, like, this this show, well, when people are listening to this, it will already have happened. But the show that's on Friday, uh, I think we have two people who have done it before, and then everyone else is new. Um, and the last one that we just did, everybody was, brand new naked virgins as i call them um and it's fun every time so you know it's great i, I love having people come back too because it's like if you're a veteran if you're a naked veteran then i don't have to like worry as much about like their nerve situation you know and people are doing it for the first time some people are like yeah i'm gonna fuck let's get naked and some people are like oh i can't believe i'm doing this i'm really nervous which is totally understandable um so it's like you gotta I feel like just like naked Sherpa sometimes and I have to like guide them into the experience. Very nice. Um, let me get to this last point before we got to go. So are you guys all getting naked backstage? So everybody feels comfortable and then going out one by one? Or is it like, okay, it's time for you to go on and they strip down right before they get on stage? And does anybody ever back out and go, you know what? I can't fucking do this. So what we do is we take them out back. We have other people remove their clothes and then we hose them down and we send them on stage. Wow. How do I get on no. on that? <laughs> no, that's brutal. <laughs> um, we, uh, traditionally, we um, all get, we all come on stage together at the beginning of the show, and we all take our clothes off together, and then at that time, we invite the audience to also take clear clothes off if they like, uh, and then uh, and then we start the show. And then at the end, we all take a bow, a naked bow, and then we all go backstage and put our clothes back on. And, you know, in this age of multimedia everywhere, I don't know what kind of security you guys have, but I'm actually really surprised that nobody's leaked a video of this out yet. Yeah, uh, if that ever happens, somebody is going to die. Um, we have, we always have security. We have, like, multiple people. And, like, um, even if they're not, like, officially, like, security, you know, there's other comics and stuff who will come to the show. And everybody is pretty good about keeping an eye out for phones. And I always give a little disclaimer speech at the top of the show with like, the rules um and i like to think that i'm pretty intimidating so but it's a safe environment though it sounds like from reading that article and from knowing your personality like i said i imagine it's a very supportive and safe and nobody's doing cat calls for the audience or anything yeah not usually it is a pretty supportive space um but every now and then there will be like a rogue person actually the first time I ever did the show, uh, I got heckled in like the first 20 seconds of my set. Um, wow. Yeah, which I didn't even, and I had a great set. Like, you know, I, I shut the guy down and I went on to have a great set and it was really fun. And I actually did take a video of my, you know, it's like 
And so performers want to video or photograph their sets, and they have, like, a person who is designated, and that's fine. So I had somebody who was taping my set, and it wasn't until I went back and watched the tape when I was like, oh, my God, somebody heckled me. I totally forgot about that. What a monster. Um, but, yeah, but it's also, like, as we said before, I seem to attract this kind of attention. And, you know, it, I don't think anybody else has ever really had problems with this. It's just, like, it always seems to fall on me, which I'm also fine with. I'm like, listen, if y'all want to act a fool or be rowdy, like, please do it at me and not to the other performers. Well, um, last Sunday we had Nicole Dershwa. I hope I'm saying her last name correctly. Dursway. And her page, I'm sorry, D. Dursway. Dursway. And she's an actress, and her page is like she's a vegan, and her page is very positive vibes. And all day it's just like this super, like, life is grand, life is sunshine. And in your page is like a dark pit of sarcasm and snarkiness. And I told Nicole last week, I said, man, when I'm bummed out, sometimes I go on your page just to look at the happy thoughts. And then sometimes when I'm getting ready to go on Ignorance Equation, I jump on your page, Allison, and I go, okay, let me get fucking revved up. Let me see what Allison has going on here. So, <laughs> and I told you in the email I talked to you today or yesterday I wrote you, and I was like, man, you've got a lot of guts. And I meant that. I mean, you really take people on, and I don't think it's an act because I've heard you – we never talked about that Louis B interview. We don't have time tonight, but I heard you on there holding your ground and I see what you do on your page. I just think what you're doing is marvelous. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Not a problem. And that is a good place to end this kind of impromptu kettle of fish episode. Allison, tell everybody where they can find you when, um, the naked comedy show is appearing next and how everybody can look at you online. Um, you can find me on social media at Allison Clemp, A-L-I-S-O-N-K-L-E-M-P. Um, you can like The Naked Show on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash comedy, or you can just type in The Naked Show. Uh, the next Naked Show will be December 31st, New Year's Eve. We will be bringing in the new year totally naked. Some wow. Time. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Nice. All righty, Allison, keep fighting the good fight, and I will give the Badger um, all your love for you. Thank you so much. Have a safe trip. Enjoy the wedding. Congratulations on your first adult wedding. Right Yay. on. Hear that, Dee? Congratulations. Yes. Cannot wait. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> this will go up on Monday, so we, you guys will hear that then, and we'll be back next week with some new shows. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.